0: How can I be of service in a lemon with my purpose? How can I be of service in a lemon with my purpose? Understanding, insight, clarity. letting go of my thoughts and focusing on my breath and breathing in everything, the pain, the suffering, into my heart and transmuting it into something new. I breathe and I allow it in. I breathe and I become more whole. I breathe, and I understand. I understand that my psyche brings me exactly what I need to process when I need to process it. And to not fight what life is bringing me. Not to fight the people that are coming into my life and want to spend time with me. To not fight what people want from me. But to allow it into my heart. To sit in that resistance and let it go without trying to change it. and understand why understand that this connection i feel with first and foremost myself but also my my teacher And that was the big breakthrough today as I was breathing and letting go of the lower parts of me during a breathwork session, that I let my breath wash these feelings of grief through me, these feelings of resistance through me, and I continue to focus on my breath. I continue to focus on my breath. And within that, there are insights of intuitive guidance, of understanding the connection and bowing to her, bowing to the teacher that is me and also that she is to me. And I feel just joy saying that right now because actually came out in a reading this past week I received was that my partner, the past life significance is that she and I are mentors and teachers to each other. And as I've read Yogananda's book and have been learning to follow my own spiritual journey, learning from different masters and taking what I want and leaving what I don't, taking what resonates and leaving what doesn't, is to follow this inner guidance that's bestowed upon me, is to trust that part of me. And Yogananda, he had visions of Sri Yukitswar years and years and years before he actually met him and when he did he knew and his master was saying I've been waiting for you and that's exactly what I'm doing is I'm waiting for my teacher I'm waiting for my partner I'm waiting for my beloved and I'm not going to settle for anything less than this connection that I feel with her And there are these visions of needing to explain this to the community, of me expressing my my insight and what I see and how I'm not going to settle for anything less than that. I'm not going to settle for anything less than this 5D connection I have going on and continuing to surrender to it and understand it. And to bow to her as I bow to myself. Because she is my mirror. She is my loving mirror as I am her loving mirror. And she is showing the parts of me that need to be love. And so this evening, this morning rather, as I was doing my breathwork session, I was once again called to bow to her. To bow to the goddess. To bow to the teacher. To bow to my teacher. and apologize apologize for blaming her for my suffering asking her to forgive me telling her that i love her and that i love myself too exactly as i am mind body and soul and thank her thank her for everything she's taught me and continue to do what i'm doing which is focusing on Improving the quality of my being and letting go of what doesn't serve me and becoming more loving and serving the moment that unfolds in front of me. And letting it in. Letting it into my heart no matter how it feels. But using my will. But using the me of me, the true me, the I of the I, to allow it in and to transcend. And to teach about it and to share about it. To inspire and empower others to do the same. To make your own spiritual journey. Take what you want, leave what you don't. come into your dharma, come into your destiny. There was a moment at the beginning after I released grief in receiving others that weren't her and feeling the yearning that I feel for her not being here with me. My consciousness automatically told her that I've been committed to her this whole time in our separation. And I saw her just cry. I open my heart, I open my heart right now as I say this to you, that these spiritual paths of all these different masters that I'm speaking about and learning from and embodying in myself. Coming to this point in my practice, coming to this point in my life, coming to this moment right now, and understanding that my spiritual path is specific to me. And it looks different than Michael Singer's, and it looks different than Yogananda's, and it looks different than Jesus's, and all these different spiritual masters that have put at the center of their life their overriding goal to ascend and remembering that that even though she's not here with me right now that I am ascending because I am energetically connected to her and she is being empowered by my energy just like I told her and so I guess I want to finish out this episode with this point of contemplation that I have been coming to within myself and asking you to look at this yourself as well, is your spiritual path. My spiritual path is individual to each of us. And if you're here right now, if you're attracted to me, spirituality is a cornerstone of your life experience, it is the overriding goal. It is not just the foundational goal, but it is the overriding goal, the number one purpose of your life. And looking at that, contemplating that, taking what you're hearing from me and from the studies that you do and from who you learn from and really making it your own with your best wisdom and then of course taking right action according to that and that was a mistake i made is i was living from michael singer's paradigm and it's brought me many gifts like this home i'm sitting in right now on this beautiful piece of property in oak creek canyon where the sun is shining down on me and there is untouched forests all around me And feeling my gratitude for that and also acknowledging that michael singer he suggests within his teachings that all of the thoughts that come through your personal mind are garbage to not listen to your minds at all and for me i'm intuitive i have insights i see and my experience has been that i've been psychic and I've been learning how to use that skill set. And so he doesn't touch on that in his teachings. And for me, that was disowning a part of the gifts that I have by not acknowledging that part of me. And so what I'd like for you to do in listening to me is take some time. To really reflect on the spiritual teachings that you've heard and that you've grasped on to transcend the suffering in your life and to become more light. To become more loving or whatever reason it is for you. And to really identify what your spiritual life looks like for you. What does that mean? What are your beliefs about your spiritual life? What are your life philosophies about your spiritual life and why? Why do you believe these things? Why do these philosophies dictate how you function in your life? And of course, what are the strategies you are doing right now to act in accordance with your life philosophies and your purpose? Because we're about to move into spiritual life book. Excuse me. We're about to move into spiritual life book. I'm not sure if it's this next month or the month after that. We're in emotional life book right now. And this is an area that I've been contemplating a lot. It was an area that I didn't score very highly on my last introspect report. And we're about to finish the quarter of Q1. And I'm about to take that test again. And what that is, it helps me basically see the progress that I've made in all 12 sections of my life book. And I've been focusing on certain areas based off the results I got. So for example, like finance is an area I've been working on because from that test, I noticed that was something I needed to focus on. And at the same time, spiritual life for me, while it's a focus for me, I couldn't really condense what that meant to me. I couldn't probably explain that to you. And I'm in that process right now of really Figuring out what does this mean to me? What are my life philosophies? What can I grasp from these masters and from these teachers? And what can I make my own? And so while this isn't spiritual life book right now, I do want you to start thinking about that. Because this is a huge, important category. That If you're here right now and if you're listening to me, it's likely your overriding category. It's the one that affects everything. It's the domino. Your spiritual life affects everything. And so just start thinking about that right now. Start reflecting. Start contemplating and asking yourself questions and understanding why you think what you do. Why do you do what you do? And how can you align yourself to the path that is yours? And not mine, but yours. But learn from me and learn from me learning from others. Because that's what I'm doing right here is I'm just passing on the gifts that i've absorbed in my own experience of wanting to transcend my own suffering and become happier and become more loving and also my experience in having a divine counterpart who's not here with me right now and trying to understand that while also studying all these different teachings and coming into my own on that so i want you to take this time to sit in this right now. And we're gonna finish out this session right now by actually practicing the mechanism of surrender We're also going to practice the mechanism of forgiveness because they go hand in hand. I'm starting to understand that it's rocket fuel, the two of them (laughs) together. So there's the mechanism of surrender. So it's, it's three steps, which is right now what I want you to do is I just want you to feel your feelings right now. I just want you to go into your observer if you're not there already and consciously observe what is going on in your body and what you feel and the energy that you're experiencing in this moment. I just want you to observe it. Whether it be in your face, in your hands, in your arms, in your heart, in your stomach, in your lower digestion, in your legs, anything like that. Right now, just come into that. And breathe. And notice it. Observe it. And now the second part of it is, can you let go of trying to change what is happening or you're experiencing? The you of you is experiencing. The observer Let go of trying to change what you're experiencing from me talking about this with you. And then lastly, can you let go of judgment? And that's just a choice. All these things are choices. I'm asking you to do it. And you can say no. And I've had people say no to me. And I'm like, well, can you let go of that? They're like, yeah, okay, great. Once we can let go of you choosing not to do this, you can choose to do this. And allow yourself to alchemize, to integrate the vibrations That are coming up within you from me mirroring to you things that need to be transmuted for you. And then lastly, can you forgive yourself? Can you apologize to yourself? Can you apologize to your body? Can you apologize to your mind? Can you apologize to your soul and say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for how I've treated you. Please forgive me and I love you and thank you. And do that wherever you need to if there's a specific part of your body that you need to do that to. During that session right there, when I was bowing to her, just like Yogananda did to his master and did to his master. And Mike Singer talks about doing to people who are on the journey of letting go of themselves and serving the moment in front of them. He calls that pranaming. Which from my understanding, and I could be totally wrong on this, is just like basically you're bowing down to them. You're revering them. You are seeing the light of them that you see within yourself. And it is the essence of devotion. And realizing that I am in devotion to the goddess in my surrender. And that is what happened. On the other side of surrender came devotion to her. And I had no idea that was going to happen when I leaped into the void. And the thing is we will never know what's going to happen when we leap into the void of that uncertainty, of that feeling that comes up from listening to me right now. So go ahead and sit in that right now and feel it and allow yourself to experience it fully without trying to change it, without judging it. And forgive yourself if you need to. Forgive others if you need to. I'm sorry, please forgive me. I love you and thank you. I'm sorry, please forgive me. I love you and thank you. And at the end of that session right there, I was pronouncing to her. I visualized her doing it back to me, actually, too. And I imagined hugging her and just holding her close. And yet, what I was really doing while I was doing that to her, and I was energetically, and I was right now in that moment, was as I was hugging myself. And with my hands on the ground, with my forehead... To my hands, bowing to her. One of the things that I've read Yogananda would do to his master would be kiss their feet. And obviously, I'm not kissing, I cannot kiss my feet, but I can kiss my hands, and that's what I did. Because I kissed my hands and I and I just released grief. I released grief on her not being here right now. And yet using this experience of this ascension that I've gone through and energetically being connected to her and sharing that with you and help guiding you in your journey and whatever that is for you. Learning from me, taking what you want and what you don't want. Learning from me, learning from the masters and taking what you want and leaving what you don't. And doing that for whatever reason it is for you. For me is to become more loving. Loving. For me, it is to become a blessing on this earth. For me, it is about becoming the best I can be. And the thing is, we all need to identify what that is. And like I mentioned in this past week's open mic, that even all these amazing things are happening to me in my job, in my career, in my relationships, and... All these different categories of my life and I'm receiving the abundance and allowing it to flow to me. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter what I have or what I do. I just want to be happy. I just want to be happy. And with that, I'm going to finish this out and ask you, why are you doing this? When you let go of the need to... Do either of those two things, focus on the doing or the being, excuse me, the doing or the having. What I'm asking you is what do you want the quality of your being to be like? What do you want the quality of your life to be like? And I'm not talking about having a house or having a specific car or relationship or all these different things. At the end of the day, do you want to be joyful? Do you want to be full of love? Do you want to make everything that you encounter in your life better because your quality of being just raised it? And whatever that is for you, start contemplating that. And live your spiritual journey as yours. And continue to let go of judgment of yourself and of others. And let go of trying to change the non-loving parts of you that come up. The parts of you that you don't like. And let go of that judgment and forgive yourself and forgive others. And become whatever it is that you want to become. In this journey that we call life. In this journey of learning how to live in alignment with nature and, and live in our values. And live our dharma, whatever that is for you. And thank you and respect you for being here and for listening to me and for taking me in in this episode without me asking to share with you. It did not come out this time, but if you're here right now, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for receiving me. Thank you for letting go of the resistance that came up from what I was teaching, this, the truth that I'm bestowing upon you and taking what you want and leaving what you don't.